morning and welcome once again the Patriot Radio News Hour live on this Tuesday, February the 13th. This is just flying by uh, in 2018. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. We did it. We broke the internet yesterday. Yep. Something. Kim Kardashian couldn't break it, but we could. Uh, Patriot Trading Group, allamericangold.com. It is back. We unbroke it. Uh, I can't even tell you uh, all the particulars of how we broke it, uh, but we did. We tried to, you know, we tried to fit 50 pounds of stuff into a 10-pound sack. And uh, long story short, we had to do some coding to uh, get the 50 pounds of stuff to fit. And it's back. I don't think it will happen again, but you never know. Uh, but all American gold back up and running. I know. I mean, I'm telling you, every day you got to make it part of your favorites, and when it doesn't work, it makes you mad. Uh, but we got it back up. It went back live sometime last night. So the, you know, yesterday they told me because I, I I didn't even realize it till till yesterday morning, about six o'clock in the morning, Arizona time. I'm like, what's going on? Uh, at eight o'clock they said, hey, it'll be fixed in and up and working. Uh, in two hours, that two hours turned into all day and night. Matter of fact, I don't think it got back up and working till, uh after 9 o'clock last night. But it's back. Uh, I appreciate your patience. I know that it sucks, but uh, it happens once in a while. But all American gold is back up in operation. All that news, all the videos, all the articles, all the links to the social media, all out there and available for you. And, of course, the old-fashioned way, you pick up the phone at 800-951-0592. Uh, that is our toll-free number. Listen, you got to get ready. It's a debt problem. I keep trying to tell you. And, wow, what a difference a few days make. People are starting to – I know it's hard because, you know, a lot of these people are so smart that they forget how to do simple addition, right? It, and, and last night and towards the end of the day, people started coming out with math that's like, wait a minute, we're not going to go a trillion dollars into debt. We're like $1.2 trillion in counting uh, in fiscal year 2018 and fiscal year 2019, and that's just the start. And, and, and this morning, nobody wants to talk about it. I get it, right? And they want to uh, kind of mislead you on the numbers. You know, that like I saw uh, one report where they said, oh, they, it's going to add $7 trillion to the debt, but the debt's only going to be $30 trillion. And in and, and a very misleading, it's really going to be 40 and I, the way it's going, it may be more than 40. And they have all these horrible assumptions in there, like uh, the proposal from Donald yesterday. Hey, we were going to cut all the non-defense stuff by 2% every year for 10 years. That'd be a 20% That'd be a twenty haircut on these. That's never going to happen. Uh, and then, of course, GDP stuff and all of those things. And And just know this. We are going to hit another new all-time record high deficit spending in a non-war year ever. We're going to be within 
$100 billion or so of the largest deficit of all time. Going back to Obama and the, the height of the Iraq and Afghanistan, I don't even know, war on terror, I guess, for lack of a better term, at the height of the financial collapse. Right? Think about we were doing TARP and all that, all the military spending that we were doing. We're going to break those records. And it's one of those things where it's really starting to matter. So we've got the gold up again, gold's up another four bucks, thirteen twenty-eight, uh silver sixteen fifty-three. Uh the Dow was up four hundred yesterday, down eighty-eight right now. It's been down about a hundred and thirty uh to thirty points. So the volatility is back. Again, this is just you know, we went what three, four, five years where there was no volatility, now it's all back again, right? Because all of this stuff is going to have to be repriced. We finally heard from Jerome Powell, the new Federal Reserve chief, uh, and it was quite uh, it was quite the statement. Yes, they, they are going to remain alert. We're going to remain alert about the financial stability. Well, that's good to know. I'm glad they're going to be awake. Yes. <laughs> that's a, That made me feel, I felt a lot better uh, after he came out and said, uh, the Fed will re- remain alert to any financial stability risk. In other words, hey, as long as the banks aren't going under, we don't care if you're getting it in the shorts. Uh, but they are going to remain alert, so feel better about that. Uh, we're going to got a really interesting show lined up. I'm going to go back in time, and we're going to quote and read what our founding fathers thought about debt and what debt really does and the effect it's going to have upon all of us, how high are interest rates really going to have to go? How big is the number really going to get? So uh, when we went to, when we got off the air yesterday, everybody was saying, oh, the debt's going to be a trillion. I get into work this morning, the debt is now going to be 1.25 or something like that, almost double last year's number. And that's still, listen, that's the good number. The actual amount of debt that the government is going to go into in 2018 is going to approach $2 trillion. Patriot Radio News Hour. We're going to be back with our founding fathers right after this. Welcome back to Patriot Radio News Hour. 800-951-0592. That is our toll-free number. So... How bad is it? What are they not telling us? You know, it's like the tax cuts, right? They don't want you to know about the stock buybacks. And and that's fine, right? They want to cheerlead it. Here's what's, what's really going to happen. It's the explosion of this debt. I heard Paul Ryan out this morning talking about, hey, we got we to gotta rein in Medicaid. Yeah, we got to go after that. Right? And it's a whole lot more than that. Right? And you're talking about whether it's Social Security or Medicare or Medicaid or any of these other programs, food stamps, right? The Trump food stamp initiative. There are 42 million people on food stamps. 
during the Great Recovery with an unemployment rate of 4%. Wake up! So I decided that I wanted to talk about, you know, our, our founding, but when you read it, it's so simple, right? And 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 granted, it's not in the, you know, the English as we know it, but they, they're, what they believed in was very, very simple. You know, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and the principles about what, how you would achieve that. A departure from principle becomes a precedent for a second. That second for a third, and so on. Till the bulk of society is reduced to mere autonomous of misery. They have no sensibilities left but for sinning and suffering. And for horse of his frightful dream is public debt. Taxation follows that. And in its train, wretchedness and oppression. Thomas Jefferson. We must not let our rulers load us with perpetual debt, right? Thomas Jefferson again. Alexander Hamilton, right? And he's an interesting one because he's a, he was the central bank guy, right? He's, he's the $10 bill guy. Allow a government to decline paying its debt and you overthrow all, <coughs> excuse me, all public morality. Sorry, I had a cough there. You unhinge all the principles that preserve the limits of free constitutions. Nothing can more affect national prosperity than a constant and systematic attention to extinguish the present debt and to avoid as much as possibly the incurring of any new debt. George Washington. Avoid occasions of expense and avoid likewise the accumulation of debt not only by shunning occasions of expense, but by vigorously exertions of discharge of those debts, not throwing upon prosperity the burden which we ourselves ought to bear. James Madison, I go on the principles that a public debt is a public curse. In a Republican government, a greater curse than any other. Benjamin Franklin. When you run in debt, you give to another power over your liberty. John Adams. 
the consequences arising from the constitutional accumulation of public debt in other countries ought to admonish us to be careful to prevent their growth in our own. And then I love that one. And he says, hey, listen, we've seen it everywhere else. We should not do this here. And listen, the, the, they go on and on and on. And you think about where we sit now. And what at what cost is it going to come to all of us? Right? And, and people make light and they try to pretend that somehow it's already $20 trillion. It's going to be 40 in 10 years, if we're lucky. I thought 40, I actually thought 40 was going to be, uh, you know, maybe 35. I really did. You know, 40 at maybe 40. Now I'm like, 40 may be too low. It probably is too low. And you think about what is going to happen, and I love it, and I laugh when I think about it. I hear your old pal. Oh, we're gonna be, we're gonna be uh, vigilant. That wasn't actually. That was, I guess, the war on terror. Uh, he didn't use the word vigilant. <laughs> I forget the word he used now, but something like that, you know. And 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 they're gonna stand at the ready, right? We're gonna be ready for all of this stuff. Listen, that's all BS. You have to know that. Right? All of the things that they come out and talk about. You know, I don't want to call them bald-faced liars. And I get it, right? Everybody wants to be optimistic because that's easy. Very hard to be realistic. And and now we, we've just decided... That, that the heck with it. We're not even going to talk about it anymore. We're not even going to release the schedules anymore. That was one of the other things that I didn't know was in there. They're not even going to tell us. They'll, we'll know what the debt is, but they're not going to tell us the Treasury issuances anymore. Uh, the Federal Reserve said they're going to stop publishing just how much of the debt uh, that they're, they're rolling off. Oh, and I'm sorry, he used the word alert. Yeah, the Federal Reserve, they're going to be alert. Let me tell you what's going to happen. Rates are going to rise, and not because they want them to. Rates are going to rise because the rest of the world is going to demand it. And you go back and you think about all the warnings we had. You know, for 195 years. We ran a total debt of $400 billion. And most of that came in the last, what, from World War II to 1971. The debt wasn't even $200 billion before World War II. And you sit there and you think that there's not going to be a consequence for this? Right? Somehow what? They they wrote a better math equation? That's what's gonna fix it. Right? We got we got more tools in the toolkit. Man, I love that toolkit. Where is it in the toolkit that they decide to actually run a balanced budget? That's not even in that's gone. 
Now it's completely gone, right? Now they they, they used to, to give you a first, oh, we're going to balance the budget. Remember that stuff? That was the 90s into the early 2000s. And then they'd come out and they got rid of that. They said, well, you know, we'll balance the budget 10 years from today. Right? They did that little trick. Right? Bush did it. Obama did it. Every budget. Well, it's not, it's not balanced today. But 10 years from today, see, we did it. And they do it with a bunch of fake math, right? Stuff that's never going to happen. Yesterday we learned, hey, guess what? We're not even doing that. Now. You know what? The, the numbers would have to be so ridiculous. More ridiculous than the ridiculous numbers they used to give us that they said, eh, not even going to be balanced in 10 years. Right? And they, they tried to, to, to convince you yesterday that the debt's only going to be $30 trillion in 10 years. Not a chance in your life. Right? And they, they talk one trillion. They don't even tell you the real number. And it's already 1.2, 1.3. And that's not even the real number. The real number is probably 1.7, 1.8, maybe even 1.9. And they know what's coming. Right? And I talk about it all the time. I, was talk, I talked about, you know, the repricing of debt, right? Because they mispriced it for 10 years. The debt went from, what, about $8 trillion? 21 and somehow the bond market went down <laughs> who's not living in reality right and really the only choice left now is what you're going to do about it right really that's it because this is the this is the, re, the the world that we really live in Right? There's not a snowball's chance and you know what that we're going to grow out of it. It's not going to happen. Right? It doesn't matter. You can t- cut the tax rate. You know, you can, you can go out and, you know, they say it every day. Oh, wages are going up so fast. Are you kidding me? You don't have a chance. Whatever pay raise you got, the minimum balance on your credit card payment or your car payment, your house payment, it's all gone. And all we're left with is what? 42 million people on food stamps. I don't even know how many people are on Medicare and Medicaid. How many people are on Social Security? I heard uh, Paul Ryan out on the idiot box today. Well, in 1989, entitlement spending only accounted for 30-something percent of the government. And now it's 70 and we need to do something about it. Guess what? We did something about it in the 80s, Speaker Ryan. We knew it was coming. You guys spent all the money. And this is the thing. And all the lies, the half-truths. Right? And really, that's really what it is, right? They, Well, you know, we're not really lying. We're just not telling you the whole truth. Right? Because if you knew the whole truth, then we'd have to do something about it because you'd be really mad at us if we didn't. And really, when you look at what is real, 
We are in the debt spiral that I've been telling you about and I've been warning to you about. We're not even at the worst years yet. 2018, 2019, those are still relatively good years. Wait till 2021 and 2022 and 2023. By the way, wait when all the tax cuts that you thought you got go back. Plus some more. But now we're sitting there and you're starting to see, you know, we, we saw a little flash. That's that's just the warm-up. The volatility's back. It hasn't broken yet. Right? And you think about stuff like cryptocurrencies and all. Why do you think that stuff's out there? Right? Because people are like, man, it's coming. Right? It's coming. I don't know what to do, and they want to try to find some way to become a gazillionaire overnight. It's not going to happen. Prosperity is not coming to America when you're running debts that are $2 trillion a year. And you can call it a trillion if you want to. Right? But the real number is still the number. Patriot Radio News Hour. We're going to talk about gold next. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, the conservative pro-family broadcast of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, a leading voice for the sanctity of life, traditional education, the Constitution, and American sovereignty. Now, from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, here's Ryan Haidt. Between Christmas and New Year's Eve, Trump served notice via Twitter about the New Deal that Democrats would face in the new year. There can be no DACA without the desperately needed wall at the southern border, he warned and an end to the horrible chain migration and ridiculous lottery system of immigration, etc. We must protect our country at all cost. Well, chain migration is the process by which foreign nationals permanently resettle in the U.S. and subsequently bring over their foreign relatives and so on until entire extended families are resettled within the country. The numbers are huge. On average, according to the White House, Every two new immigrants bring seven additional foreign relatives to permanently resettle in the U.S. In just the last 10 years, some 9.3 million people have been allowed to resettle here permanently solely because of their familial ties to another immigrant. That's more than the total population of Los Angeles, Chicago, Dallas, San Francisco, and Cleveland combined. This system of chain migration de-skills the labor force, puts downward pressure on wages, and increases the deficit, explains the White House website. The Trump administration is absolutely correct that low-skill immigrants increase the fiscal deficit by consuming more in benefits than they pay in taxes. Despite low unemployment figures being reported, as President Obama's chief economic advisor Jason Furman recently wrote in the Wall Street Journal, Some 9 million men of prime age, that is, between 25 and 54, still are not working. Furman ignored immigration, but it's not just a coincidence that 9 million men exited the labor force during the same period that 9.3 million low-skill immigrants settled in the United States. The bulk of the decline in employment, Jason Furman continued, has been for men with a high school diploma or less who have seen their employment rates fall from 97% in 1964 to 83% today. 
That's the same group that has been most harmed by the policy of allowing low-skill immigrants to come here and fight for the same jobs. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Illegal immigration burdens our schools and social services and opens doors to criminals and terrorists. Outdated visa programs divert jobs from Americans. PhyllisSchlafly.com chronicles these outrageous unfair practices and provides answers. Go online to PhyllisSchlafly.com. Thanks for listening and join us next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Welcome back. 800 You know, last week I heard these, these dead guys. Oh, gold hasn't done what it should do. Why? Because it didn't get all excited? Right? It didn't get all excited when the, the, the debt markets were repricing? That's not how gold operates. Gold, you know... He's the cool guy. Doesn't need a lot of attention. Gold doesn't get all worked up. Doesn't get all hot and bothered. Right? It's going to wait. Now we've seen this week, right? It's calmed down a little bit. And what's happening? Gold's up. Gold's up. Gold's up. And the answer is very simple. Why? I mean, if we're going to have 3 or 4% GDP, why would gold go up? That doesn't make any sense. Rates are starting to rise. Gold's not supposed to go up then. Right? Gold goes up when you lower rates and the dollar falls. By the way, dollar back below 90 again. Yeah, totally wasn't going to stay there. Back into the 80s on its way into the 70s and into the 60s. And what you're seeing is all the people that are able to shut out the noise, the ones that are able to look at things rationally, and don't get caught up in day-to-day. How many times have I said it really doesn't matter what the price is today? No matter what, is the Dow is the Dow down a hundred points right now? Yes. Does it matter? No. Is it going to matter five years from now, three years from now, two years from now, twenty years from now? Yes, it will. But you have to focus in on what is really happening. I've been telling you about the bond market. I've been trying to explain it to all of you. And now the United States has to sell in unprecedented levels of never before have we sold so much. When you factor in what we're going to do, like I said, 1.7, 1.8 trillion, that's the real number, okay? Then you got to remember, the Federal Reserve is trying to dump some of its bonds with probably another three, four hundred billion on top of that. So now we're we're well over two trillion dollars that we got to sell just this year. Then you think about the amount of debt that rolls over. 
right? You know, and it was funny when Obama ran a $1.4 trillion deficit, I think it was 08 or 09. <laughs> I mean, the debt was, what, $8 trillion, $9 trillion? Now it's double that. So now you're rolling over, I don't even, you know, what's the number? Seven, eight trillion dollars on top. So now we got to sell $10 trillion of debt this year. And the funny thing is, is $10 trillion, it doesn't even mean anything anymore. You know, we went, what was it, 205 years before we got a trillion dollars of debt? We've been living in a debt bubble. And it's done. It's done. We've hit that point. You know, you think about if the economy is about twenty trillion and we've got to roll over you know, we're gonna run uh two we need to sell two trillion dollars worth of over two trillion dollars worth of debt just this year, that's more than ten percent. And that, no wonder why Moody's came out today. Uh, you know what? Well, we may have to downgrade. Yeah, they're all going to downgrade. But well, nobody was paying attention, right? And we started talking at the end of last year about China getting ready to launch its currency to the rest of the world. They've had the ability since 2016. But they, they've been putting the, the pieces in place, right? And we talked about how they're going to start with crude oil, right, and start clearing contracts in their own currency. Today, they took another huge step forward, and this is probably the only place you're going to see it. China's central bank announced this morning that it is named J.P. Morgan Chase & Company as the one clearing bank in the United States as Chinese authorities seek to boost global use of their currency. The pick of the largest U.S. bank by assets was made according to an agreement with the U.S. Federal Reserve and the People's Bank of China it announced in a short statement on its website, senior Chinese and U.S. officials agreed to facilitate one trading and the clearing in the United States uh, during a meeting in 2016, right where they, you know, they got uh, the reserve currency status. The Chinese and the U.S. would each pick a clearing bank in the United States. The, the Bank of China's New York branch is to be the Chinese bank, while J.P. Morgan Chase will be the U.S. bank. There are signs of a revival in the international use of the yuan after several years in the doldrums, which is hilarious, right? That's some spin. They only got it a couple of years ago. This is the first time now the Chinese are flexing the muscle. Why do you think that is? I know. It's just coincidence. Right? Uh, just, you know, it's happenstance. I, I know all of a sudden we're going to break every debt record the world's ever seen, and all of a sudden 
The Chinese are like, hey, you know what? Hey, how about our currency? Which one do you like better? China's non-financial outbound direct investment rose nearly 40% in January from a year earlier. What does that mean? It means China's out there all over the globe spending money. Right? They're going out, they're gathering up the resources, they're helping other countries, stuff that the United States used to do. They're the ones doing it. And guess what they're going to ask for in return? Yeah, how about we uh, do that in our currency? And remember what the Treasury and really what happened to the bond market last week had nothing to do with the, oh my gosh, the American workers making so much money. Something far worse than that. I'm going to tell you what it was when we return. 800-951-0592. That is our toll-free number, Wealth Insurance. It's what we do. And when you think about what it is that you're doing, you're taking some. Some of what you've worked so hard for. You know, think about all the things you've had to do just to scrape together some bucks. You know, and how it used to be uh, you could, one person working could support the entire family. You could have a minimum wage job and live out on your own. Right now today, they say, oh, minimum wage was never meant to do that. <laughs> it was, it did. It did all the way up until about the 80s. But what really happened? What happened? I mean, we were living in Goldilocks, right? Maybe they even gave it a name, Goldilocks. See? See how good we are? We took a debt and we blew it up. We took a debt problem and we fixed it by... Not adding a little bit of debt, really loading it up. And guess what? That wasn't even the real loading up part. That's what's so funny, because we're getting ready to really load up. And we called it Goldilocks, right? Because, you know, Goldilocks, right? There's the porridge. It was too hot, and it was too cold. But Goldilocks, she ate the one that was just right. And now Goldilocks is dead. What happened? And the answer really is simple. It wasn't that you got paid a bunch of money. <laughs> I mean, they want, well, you know, oh, oh my gosh, my pay, I, I got so much money now. Come on. It didn't happen. Here's what did happen. Is they went to these auctions. And they had to sell a lot more debt. And... All of the countries, you know, all the players, they come together. I mean, this is a big, it's the biggest market in the world, right? You think about it, it's trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars. And they're selling two-year notes and three-year notes and five-year notes and seven-year notes and ten-year notes and 30-year notes and every other kind of note you could ever possibly imagine. And everybody was buying it, right? You know, hey, when... If your buddy's jumping off a bridge, would you? Right? Remember your parents would say that, but mom, all my friends are doing it. 
for the first time, all the friends said, eh, you know, no thanks. No thanks. I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy some gold instead. You know, the Chinese showed up to those auctions. They were there, the Russians were there, the Europeans, right, they're all there. All the, uh, what do they call them, uh, uh, all the third world uh, countries are all there, right, the emerging market. They're all there. And they may have, you know, and I'll just use the Chinese as, as an example. So, Let's just say, and it doesn't matter. Pick the note: three-year note, five-year note, ten-year note. Doesn't matter. But let's just say that they had, they had, they had ten billion dollars of notes uh, that were maturing. Okay, and they they came to the auction, and they're they're like, okay, well, you know, uh, we're gonna we'll roll these ten billion over. You know, we'll we'll re, we'll We'll roll that over. But we were like, yeah, okay, that's good, but we got extra now. Right? Hey, thanks for that $10 billion, but, but you know, hey, we, we've got another 3 or $4 billion more. Yeah, how much of that would you like? I mean, look at What a great deal. You know what? We'll bump up the interest rate to 2.8%. How much of that do you want? Nah. No thanks. That's what happened. It wasn't because all of a sudden you had a, a, an extra hundred dollars a week in your paycheck. That didn't happen, right? You, you, the average check actually went down because they just cut your hours. And by the way, the average pay it only went up like twenty cents. <laughs> right? And they oh my gosh, wages are oh it's incredible not what happened and here's the problem now we've got to double it right instead of hey we've got an extra two or three billion I know you, you, you got ten that you want to roll over but we got another ten more what do you think that's going to cost right and and Jerome Powell, he's going to remain alert. Well, that's good, Jerome. Thank you. I'm glad you're not going to take a nap. And we knew this day was coming, right? Because this is what happens. When you become a debtor nation, you have to give something away. And what the United States is going to have to give away is its wealth. Right, we do it through the trade deficits that we run. Now we're going to be doing it through the interest that we're going to be paying on the debt. Now every one percentage point cost us two hundred billion dollars. I mean, if if the interest rates double from here, that's going to add six seven, eight hundred billion dollars a year onto the debt on top of. And now you think about, okay, what well, look at the trajectory we're on. It's and by twenty twenty five it's gonna be forty trillion dollars. 
what's going to happen. This is why gold is is rising while interest rates are rising. That's why the dollar is falling. The rest of the world is saying, eh, nah, I'm not so sure anymore. This is why you buy gold, because you insure against the not so sure. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Final segment, Patriot Radio News Hour. Gold's up for 13.28 and change. Silver, uh, $16.52 right now. 16 52 on silver. Uh, the Dow is down 97 points uh, today. Crude oil down 30, 58.99. Uh, as I told you, another one of those to watch. The dollar uh, having a, a tough day. So the, the dollar gains of last week are over now, down 47 basis points. 89.63 on the dollar. The 10 year note at 284. As we continue to watch all of these things unfold, I wonder, you know, we have another Treasury auction later today, how that's going to affect uh, uh, bond prices. Are the are we going to have uh, a continuation where they're just like, it's just too much? I just don't need that much anymore. Uh, the announcement today, of course, from the Chinese probably had the biggest effect on the dollar uh, it's official now. So uh, Juan Trading is here. Uh, we, we have been waiting for it for a long time. J.P. Morgan uh, will now be the clearing bank in the United States for uh, U.S., uh, I guess, companies and investors and what have you. Uh, they can now trade uh, using the Chinese currency instead of the dollar uh, and clear it through J.P. Morgan. Uh, probably had the biggest effect on the dollar this morning. Uh, I got a, a a really good opportunity again today. Uh, this is going to be prices are rising tomorrow. U.S. $5 liberties. These are the fractionals. Uh, we're starting to see a lot more money now coming back into the gold market. Premiums are starting to rise, uh, and they're starting to rise, and it always starts in the fractional side of things. Uh, these prices, regardless of what gold does today, are going to be up at least $10 starting tomorrow. Uh, and again, that depends if gold jumps uh, significantly higher, be more than that. $365 on U.S. $5 Liberty gold pieces. Those are the old libs, uh, 1866 to 1907 fractional quarter ounce material. Uh, there's there's 75 of them out there that I was able to secure uh, before the price hike is coming tomorrow. So uh, get them today. Uh, fractionable, fractionable material, not too expensive, $365 at 800-951-0592. Uh, I just bought some more Silver Eagles. Uh, customers in a tight spot, I had to buy some more. So I've I've got probably 15 more rolls. Uh, they're 395. I'll do them at 385. So if you want some silver to go along with the gold, I've got about 15 rolls of silver eagles at 385 dollars. 800 951 Remember what I've always said: be your own central bank. Right? You can't be the U.S. Central Bank because that's what you're hedging against. 
So you got to look at what are these other central banks doing, right? And that's what you need to be doing. That's what you need to get ready for. Uh, and, and obviously, what, here's what we know they're not doing. Right? They're not gorging on U.S. debt anymore. They're kind of saying, you know what, had enough. Now the Chinese currency is going to roll out. And obviously, listen, I don't expect them to take 10 and 20 percent, 30 percent of market share overnight. But you know which one it's going to take it from. It's going to be the dollar. It uh, means more downward pressure there as well. 800 dollars libs, 365 rolls of silver, 385 Everyone take care. We'll see you on hump day.